The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Get ready to be inspired. So many people have touched the lives of others, sometimes without even knowing it. Could you be one of those people? Welcome to Your Why with host, the CEO of Breakthrough SEO Marketing, Nalinia Varinas. Today, you'll hear some stories of people who have touched others in a positive way and show you how you can do the same. Now, here is Nalinia Varinas. Hello and welcome. It's great having you with us today. I'm your host, Nalina Varinas, and you are listening to Your Why. Connect with me on LinkedIn, like me on Facebook, follow me on Twitter, and visit my website at BreakthroughSEOMarketing.com. With us today to talk about his journey to building two successful companies and owning a fleet of cruise, whale-watching, and sports fishing vessels is our honorable guest, Dan Salas. I'm excited to introduce him to you. Dan Salas is president and CEO of Harbor Cruise, Harbor Breeze Cruises in Long Beach and Los Angeles Waterfront Cruises and Sport Fishing in San Pedro. Dan's love of the ocean began at a young age. He started working at the San Pedro docks as a 12-year-old. Dan earned his captain's license at the age of 18. After years of working for others, Dan decided to set out on his own. He bought his first touring boat in 1994 and in 2000 expanded operations to Long Beach's Rainbow Harbor. Mr. Salas has worked tirelessly on continuously improving his waterway tour business and fishing sports fishing business. Today, with a fleet of seven boats, including two multi-million dollar custom-built catamarans, with a third on its way in May, Harbor Breeze Cruises offers more whale-watching tours than any other company in the area. In April 2015, Los Angeles Waterfront Cruises and Sport Fishing was founded in San Pedro. Dan shares his love of the ocean through his businesses, and he is living his dream. Dan, welcome to the show this morning. I'm so happy to have you. Yeah, good morning, Nalina. Good morning. Fantastic. Yes, so uh, tell us more about your businesses and... uh, and we'll get more into how you started them in a later part of the show. But tell us what you do. Well, we do uh, just about anything you can imagine on the ocean, mm-hmm. um, you know, for uh, recreation and uh, sightseeing. Mm-hmm. We do transportation to Catalina Island. Mm-hmm. But I could start off by telling you mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, every day, we uh, run multiple whale watching trips mm-hmm. where we take our passengers from the Aquarium of the Pacific mm-hmm. and we head out into the beautiful Southern California waters in search of multiple uh, marine life. Mm-hmm. You know, 
dolphins, sea lions. We have now we have a year-round whale watching business here in Long Beach and San Pedro. Mm-hmm. We see the gray, the gray whales when they migrate. We also see the fin whales. And in the summertime, we uh, get to see the majestic blue whales. Wow. These are the largest animal that has ever lived on Earth. And they can grow to uh, well over 100 feet length. Wow, 100 feet. That's amazing. Yeah, it's and, absolutely fantastic. And you run three tours per day or two tours per day, so you take out um, a lot yeah, of Yeah, we run multiple trips. So, you know, on, mm-hmm. the, on the weekends, we'll run a 9 o'clock, then we'll run mm-hmm. a 12 o'clock uh, whale watch, mm-hmm. and then we'll run the afternoon trip at 3 o'clock. And in between all that, we mm-hmm. do um, the sightseeing cruises. Mm-hmm. We run, you know, 6 to 10 tours on the weekends and five or six on the weekdays where we take our guests mm-hmm. and show them both the Los Angeles and Long Beach harbors. We have the two locations. So we, you know, educate, mm-hmm. uh, you know, people from all over the world of, you know, the importance of the Port of Long Beach and the Port of Los Angeles, mm-hmm. not only, um, you know, to the the economy, but, you know, to the environment and, and mm-hmm. uh, how, both harbors are making uh, uh, great strides in, uh, you know, um, you know, helping with, uh, uh, you know, the pollution and the, and the air quality mm-hmm. by implementing, you know, a lot of electric um, mm-hmm. equipment on the docks, and a lot mm-hmm. of the ships that are coming in are much more efficient. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's 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 mm-hmm. what we do. You know, we mm-hmm. take guests out and and teach them about the harbor, show them some of the sites. We look at the breakwater. We look at the sea life. A lot of times we'll have dolphins in the harbor, mm-hmm. uh, sea lions, mm-hmm. and uh, it's very rewarding. You know, it's it's one of these jobs where, you know, after it's all said and done, you know, we might you might move, you know, 18 to 2,000 passengers in a day, and it's it's just a good feeling when, when, the, when the passengers get off, either if they've seen a dolphin or... Mm-hmm seen a whale, or they mm-hmm. learn something interesting of how the port mm-hmm. is, um, you know, really making efforts on, on you know, fighting, uh, uh, you know, the adverse effects to the environment, mm-hmm. and they, they, get, they walk away with, uh, you know, a good feeling, and that makes us feel good. It's very rewarding. Mm-hmm. Mm, I'm sure it is, and I've seen those majestic whales, um, not the blue, but the gray, uh, just recently, and they are magnificent, and it's, it's, I can't help but feel the the awe that your passengers must feel when they're viewing the majestic ocean as you describe it. Well, it's, it's, you know, I've had I've had uh, mm-hmm. passengers just in tears. So you know, when they mm-hmm. we come up on a blue whale and mm-hmm. and you know they've they've been inland and they've never been on the ocean, they've mm-hmm. never even seen the ocean. Mm-hmm. And they come out on the ocean for the first time, and they see a dolphin or a whale, and they just, you know, they're just they they're just get in tears, mm-hmm. and they're so moved, yes. and you know that is a good feeling. I mean that that you know really makes us feel good, and um, you know when they get off, it's it's uh, you know it's, they go and tell their friends of what they've seen on the ocean, and mm-hmm. and you know it's just uh, just a it's just a good feeling for us. 
Right. So where do these passengers come from? How do, you, how do they find you? We've get, we get passengers from all over the world, the entire world. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they find us uh, multiple ways. You know, they may be staying in a, in a hotel in downtown L.A., Mm-hmm. Um, they may look at one of the rack cards down there, or the concierge may may recommend us. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, good majority of our of our passengers uh, do you know searches on the internet for whale watching, mm-hmm. and uh, you know we get quite a few passengers from the internet. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they may be like we just recently signed a deal with uh, you know the, the visa card mm-hmm. um, for China, so. Mm. Um, the Chinese, uh, the whole China, you know, the continent of China. Um, mm-hmm. If somebody has a visa card, they get information about us if they're traveling to the United States, and that was that was huge for us. We've seen, uh, uh, you know, a large uptick in our, our Chinese mm-hmm. um, visitors coming to mm-hmm. Southern California here, and we're starting to actually um, take these guests out mm-hmm. um, and show them, you know, the beauty of, of Southern mm-hmm. California, mm-hmm. out on the Pacific. And uh, do you need to have translators on board, or does most well, everyone? Well, yes, and a lot mm-hmm. of times um, we have some uh, um, brochures and, and uh, flyers in, written in, in three or four different dialects of, of, of Chinese, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of times they will come in a group. Mm-hmm. And when they do travel here to the United States, mm-hmm. and they bring one of their group uh, group leaders with them, mm-hmm. also my uh, my vice president of my company, mm-hmm. Amber, she uh, she speaks seven different languages, Ooh. so she's a great asset to have with us. Oh my goodness, yes, yeah. seven different languages. That's <laughs> that's quite an asset to have. Yes. And there's a, a a sense of you have a global reach with your business and there's so much interest uh, in nature and the ocean the importance that it plays in our daily lives and 2,000 people per day is quite a number how do you manage all of them you know it, it took us a while to to get to this point mm-hmm. and it's just been kind of a slow growth you know we've never mm-hmm. uh, well, you know when I started off you know we never really had a plan Mm-hmm. We never, you know, really uh, anticipated to get, get to, you know, to be where we're at today. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of been just a slow, steady, mm-hmm. you know, track mm-hmm. upward. You know, our growth has been, been deliberate mm-hmm. and it's been at a, at a manageable pace. And, right. um, you know, when we can, uh, you know, on a busy day like uh, Valentine's weekend, we mm-hmm. carried well over 3,000 passengers in one day between our two companies. And, um, you know, we, we managed it just fine. We had, uh, last year mm-hmm. in October, we mm-hmm. had one group of Chinese tourists mm-hmm. um, here um, on a tour, mm-hmm. and there was over 1,500 um, guests. Ooh. And we, we toured the harbor, the port of Long Beach, and, um, you know, we did, you know, we, we had the buses lined up and one after mm-hmm. the other, and mm-hmm. uh, we managed that just fine. And I yes. was very pleased with my, you know, my crew. You know, it's just not, uh, it's just not, uh, you know, a one, you know, a one-man operation here. I've got, you know, 30 or 40 uh, dedicated employees, and mm-hmm. when we, we rise to that level, 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm just I couldn't be prouder of my uh, my employees. They really yeah. rose to the occasion, mm-hmm. and um, you know, did you know treated the customers with respect, mm-hmm. and we had a great day that day. Everybody Wonderful. was happy. Yes, and you also do sports fishing. You take care of the sports fishermen um, and some of your other tours. I understand. That's right quite here in, a, the, in the city. Yeah, yeah, here in the city, of San Pedro. Mm-hmm. Um, last year, I was very fortunate uh, to uh, be the winning uh, um, bidder for the for for a request for proposals to operate the uh, sport fishing landing where I started my career um, mm. back in 1976. As a young boy, I. I started mm-hmm. there, and then it came up. Uh, the port put it out for a bid. There were uh, numerous other companies. Uh, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, we w- we had to go up against. Uh, some were mm-hmm. uh, uh, very uh, established companies that have been mm-hmm. around for a while, mm-hmm. and um, we uh, we were successful. Oh, congratulations! And, uh, so, yes. thank you. And yes, this is quite a. Quite, quite an accomplishment and an honor, too. Uh, you are an ambassador of sorts I, um, in terms of ocean life and protecting the resources that we have in the ocean through education, appreciation, and enjoyment. Absolutely. Well, time and we did. Great. Yeah. It's time for us and to we- take a break. And you're listening to Your Why. This is Nolina Varinas. We will return with Dan Salas after our break. Stay with us. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Breakthrough SEO marketing should be your first stop when looking for SEO solutions for your business. We offer social media marketing assistance, website design, website audits, and reputation marketing, pay-per-click options, and of course, search engine optimization services. Go to BreakthroughSEOMarketing.com today and we'll give you a free website and social media audit. This is a valuable resource for listeners of Your Why with Nalina Varinas. This limited time offer can be yours by visiting BreakthroughSEOMarketing.com or call us at 310-650-0725. Tune in each week for Monica Phillips and powerful conversations. This is a thought-provoking show for business people, leaders, and entrepreneurs. We'll feature today's thought leaders and industry trendsetters from across several locations and industries. Give yourself permission to be inspired and live a fulfilling life. Be sure to listen to Powerful Conversations live every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. This is Your Why with Nalina Varinas. We'd love to hear from you with any questions or comments about our program. Drop us a line via email to nalina at BreakthroughSEOMarketing.com. That's N-E-L-I-N-I-A at BreakthroughSEOMarketing.com. Now, back to Your Why. 
Welcome back. Uh, we are speaking with Don Salas, President and CEO of Harbor Breeze Cruises in Long Beach and Los Angeles Waterfront Cruises and Sports Fishing in San Pedro. And in the last segment, we were talking about um, how Dan was able to acquire uh, the contract to operate in the San Pedro area. And he was telling us that that was also the the place where he first got onto his first ship. Dan, please tell us what happened then when you were a young boy in in the 1970s. Well, you know, a lot of people ask me, you know, how how did you get started? You know, was your did mm-hmm. your dad get you started, or you know, how did you how did you get into this business? Well, we mm-hmm. I, I grew up in a in a town here called Wilmington, which is uh, just. Uh, a little bit inland from San Pedro. And uh, mm-hmm. when we were about, uh, I don't know, 11 years old, my parents got divorced, mm-hmm. and my mom never really worked, never had a job. So we we moved to San Pedro, and mm-hmm. she was uh, able to get, in, get us into some public housing. And, uh, you know, she was on welfare and food stamps and... and uh, you know, my dad uh, really never gave us any support. When he left, he just, uh, you know, mm-hmm. took off. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, my mom uh, had me. I was the oldest. And then my sister, uh, a couple years younger than me. And then mm-hmm. I had uh, a younger brother. It was just, you know, three three kids and a mom that, uh, you know, never really mm-hmm. had a job. She was uh, stayed at home and my dad worked. And one day he just took off. Mm-hmm. and never gave her any support, nothing, mm-hmm. not a dime, just left left us high and dry. So, you know, we were we were very happy to have a roof over our head. We were very, uh, very fortunate. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when I was about 11 years old, I uh, decided, you know, hey, I got to do something here. It's uh, This isn't right. So I uh, applied to get a, a paper route. Mm-hmm. I found out you had to be you you had to be twelve years old. So I kind of I told him I was twelve and I was eleven, mm-hmm. just turned eleven. Mm-hmm. So I managed to to get the local newspaper back then. It was called the the Daily Breeze or the it's called the Daily Breeze now here in San Pedro. But back then it was called the News Pilot. Mm-hmm. And I, I was able. I was successful. I I was managed to get a get the route. Mm-hmm. But but not only did I get get the the, <laughs> the daily or the news pilot, I also applied at the same time for the Press Telegram, which was the Long Beach paper, and they mm-hmm. were competitors. The Daily Breeze or the News Pilot back it's called the Daily Breeze now, but the News Pilot and the mm-hmm. Long Beach Press Telegram were competitors for the San Pedro area. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, I I they they gave me the. Uh, press telegram paper route. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking to myself, well, <laughs> I wanted one paper route. Now I got two. So how am I going to do this? So I was, I, I told the uh, um, press telegram guy, hey, you know, I got the, the daily breeze and the, or the news pile. I keep saying daily breeze, but whatever. So mm-hmm. I told the, the lady that was delivering my, my uh, news pilot papers that, she, mm-hmm. that, that uh, well, the lady that delivered the news pilot frowned upon me doing the competitor mm-hmm. but 
the guy that did the the press telegram paper route said, "Hey, no problem. I'll help you. I'll fold the papers for you in the morning." So mm. I did it. I mm-hmm. had two paper routes at the same time, right off the bat, and it, busy. You know, it was, it was fantastic. <laughs> busy so eleven-year-old. Eleven years old, and I was mm-hmm. doing two paper routes with two different companies at the same time, and I gave every penny to my mom and I was just so felt so good mm-hmm. that I could I could give that money to my mom mm-hmm. the only problem mm-hmm. was on Sundays because the papers were, were huge you know we had all the ads in them and it just I, I had to make sometimes I had to make three trips on Sunday just mm-hmm. to deliver all these news you know these, these, these mm-hmm. all these Have- papers because they were so big Mm-hmm. And I got the worst route in San Pedro, the one nobody else wanted. It was the <laughs> hilliest route. I mean, these hills were on 22nd Street. If you've ever been to San Pedro, I had I yes, had I 20th, 21st, and 22nd Street right above Gaffey, mm-hmm. and they were they were this these giant hills, and it was just a you know it was crazy because you had to go up one or the other because you couldn't <laughs> go down them all. So <laughs> up and down. <laughs> I was I could pedal a bicycle better than anyone in the town. I guarantee. I mean, I had hundreds of pounds of newspapers, and I was so you know I was so my legs were so strong I could pedal a bicycle straight up, straight up Twenty Second Street. <laughs> That's the steepest hill in San Pedro. But I do got to tell one story before I tell you what happened. Yes. And this and please. this is crazy because because uh, one one afternoon. I was delivering my newspapers, and I had this old beat-up bicycle. I mean, the bicycle's brakes didn't even work half the time. And uh, <laughs> so I'm coming down 21st Street, mm-hmm. and I'm delivering my papers, and then my, I had no brakes. Oh. And I looked down on Gaffey Street, and mm-hmm. I could see the afternoon car, like 4 or 5 o'clock in the afternoon, and there were cars just, just lined up going across Gaffey. Oh. And I'm coming down this hill full speed. I lost my brakes. And I'm thinking, what am I going to do? So at the bottom of the, of the hill, there was an alley. Mm-hmm. So I made a sharp turn into this alley, and I went head on, right on, right into a brick wall. Oh. <laughs> um, what a I, <laughs> quick my stop. My front tire of my bike ended mm-hmm. up to where the, where the back wheel was. I folded my bicycle in half. Oh, I flew... Over the, I flew over this brick wall, and I landed. I didn't have a scratch on me, but I I was knocked unconscious. I must have wandered around the town for for an hour before somebody found me. One of my friends happened to find me, and I didn't know where I was at, Mm -hmm. and walked me home, and took me Uh home. And they went yeah. back, and my, my friends went back and got my bicycle, and, it, and everybody said it was a miracle I was alive. Right. You were pretty disoriented for about an hour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> crazy. So, yeah. so I paid my dues delivering, delivering uh, papers. <laughs> I used to make about $30 mm-hmm. a month delivering newspapers. And right. I'd give every dime to my mom, and, and it was just, it, I was very happy. We, and we survived off of that and we helped and we bought food mm-hmm. and it was great. Mm-hmm. So one afternoon, I was pedaling my bike, delivering my newspapers and, and mm-hmm. one of my friends from, from school 
had all these fish on his grass mm-hmm. in front of his yard. Mm-hmm. All these different colored fish, and and I, I, I would stopped, and I'm looking at these fish, and I'm going, hey, where do you get these fish from? <laughs> he says, well, I went on the on the boat down here at, at, in San Pedro in Port Sacal, the half-day boat, and uh, we went offshore, and we caught all these fish. I go, well, how much did it cost? What do you got to do to go on there? I want to do that. He said it cost, it cost like $22 to go on the boat. Plus, you have mm-hmm. to rent a fishing pole, which was another $3 back then. So mm-hmm. it was like $25. Hmm. So I put a jar next to my bed, and I saved up for about three months with my tip money, a tip I was getting from, the, mm-hmm. from, the, uh, from my paper route. Mm-hmm. And one day, I had $25. So I says, hey, I want to go fishing. So I rode my bicycle. I got up early, and I rode my bicycle down to the half-day boat down at Port Sacal. Mm-hmm. I bought a ticket, rented a rod, and I had, I had $1 left. But I got on the boat. I didn't have any hooks. I didn't have any sinkers. I didn't have anything. And this was the first time I ever went on the boat. But I was on the boat, and I had a fishing pole, but I I didn't have anything else, right? No hooks, no nothing. (laughs) But I got a ticket, and I got a a rented rented a fishing pole, and I had $1 left. So as I got on the boat, I'm I'm kind of like looking around, and I've never done this before. Mm -hmm. So... I talked to the, the one of the deckhands on there, and I says, hey, you know, it's my first time. Can you help me? Mm-hmm. And his name was Danny Walters. Never forget that guy. Super nice guy. He says, yeah, come here, kid. And so we, he went and got a hook and, and, and a sinker and tied it on, showed me how to hook the bait. And I didn't know at the time, but, but, all, but all the fishermen were catching these big fish, these yellowtail. So mm-hmm. he put a sinker on me to go to the bottom. So I wouldn't get in the way of the of the, the the professional fishermen catching all these big fish. So he sent me on the bottom, and I didn't know any different. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden, I got I felt like I had the bottom. <laughs> I was stuck on the bottom. Oh, no. So I start winding the pole in, and I look down, and it's a giant halibut. Oh! So I so I call over to the deck and hey hey what what am I going to do here? So he came over with a big hook, they call it a gaff, and he gaffed mm. it. It was like a 20-pound halibut. Oh, nice. And I said, well, this is beautiful. Put it on the boat, and all the fishermen are, ooh, you know, they're giving high fives, and, oh, that's great. It's like a trophy fish. Yes. I didn't know any different. So he got it, threw it in a, in a sack for me. Mm-hmm. So it was time for lunch. So I had a dollar left. Mm-hmm. Cheeseburger was a dollar ten. And a hamburger was a dollar. Mm-hmm. So I, could, I wanted a cheeseburger, but I could only get a hamburger. Mm-hmm. So I lucky I had a dollar. I bought a, I bought a hamburger, mm-hmm. and I was out of money. But you had a so 25. So on the way home, I'm thinking, what am I going to do with this big giant halibut? Mm-hmm. I don't know how to clean it or anything. So I go back to the guy that helped me, and he was cleaning fish, and they charge you know, four or five dollars, and you got to tip them, and they clean the fish, and they put them in plastic bags, and mm-hmm. and uh, get them all nice to take home. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, hmm, what am I going to do here? So I go to, to Danny Walters, the deckhand, and I says, hey, if you clean my fish for me, 
can I help you clean the boat? And he looks at me and he goes, yeah. So, so he gave me a bucket, a five-gallon bucket, put some soap in it, and gave me a brush. So on the way home, I scrubbed the whole boat. And when we got to the dock, I had the whole boat clean. And, and he goes, and he, and he goes, he goes to me and goes, kid, you did a good job. He goes, next time you want to go fishing, don't buy a ticket. Come and see me. And I'll let you on the boat. What okay, an enterprising so put, young man you were. <laughs> Very, I can, I can so hear the beginnings of the, what's going to come um, in the future. You're already quite an enterprising young man. <laughs> okay, well, I, um, we're going to have to just take a little break right now. And we're going to continue with Dan Salas, who has some interesting stories to tell us about his um, journey on the way to becoming who he is today. Stay with us. We'll be um, returning after this break. This is Nolina Varinas, and you're listening to Ear Why. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Breakthrough SEO marketing should be your first stop when looking for SEO solutions for your business. We offer social media marketing assistance, website design, website audits, and reputation marketing, pay-per-click options, and of course, search engine optimization services. Go to BreakthroughSEOMarketing.com today and we'll give you a free website and social media audit. This is a valuable resource for listeners of Your Why with Nalina Varinas. This limited time offer can be yours by visiting BreakthroughSEOMarketing.com or call us at 310-650-0725. Ready to chat about your favorite soap operas? The daytime discussion is here with Dan J. Kroll and Soap Central Live. For the past 15 years, Dan has been dishing and discussing on SoapCentral.com. And now he's taking the talk to the airwaves of the Voice America Variety Channel. You'll go behind the scenes with the biggest stars of daytime, along with guest commentary from the Soap Central columnists. And we'll take your questions and comments during our live show, Soap Central Live, every Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific, on Voice America Variety. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. This is Your Why with Nalina Varinas. We'd love to hear from you with any questions or comments about our program. Drop us a line via email to nalina at BreakthroughSEOMarketing.com. That's N-E-L-I-N-I-A at BreakthroughSEOMarketing.com. Now, back to Your Why. Welcome back. We are speaking with Dan Salas, President and CEO of Harbor Breeze Cruises in Long Beach and Los Angeles Waterfront Cruises and Sport Fishing in San Pedro. And Dan was talking to us about how he, as an enterprising young 11-year-old, 11 or 12-year-old, traded cleaning his halibut, his 20-foot, 20-pound halibut, um, by washing down a ship. 
Dan, please continue. That's an interesting story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the deckhand, you know, uh, invited me to said, hey, next time, don't buy a ticket. Come down and, uh, and see me before you get on the boat. And, and so I, I, I left that day, and, and uh, when I got home, I saw that he, that he not only did he clean my halibut, but he kept half for himself. <laughs> it only gave me half the fish, but we went home and had it for dinner that night, and uh, it was uh, it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, we got to remember one thing: yeah. I didn't have a father that that just left us. I lived in the projects. Mm-hmm. I'm helping support my mother. I'm a hustler, mm-hmm. and and I'm still you know I'm still in school, mm-hmm. and uh, you know still still focused on graduating in the eighth grade mm-hmm. and I got to tell you a little something that that I was selling firecrackers mm-hmm. in school to the kids and one day mm-hmm. I had a big bag of firecrackers in a in a shopping bag mm-hmm. and I was going to Mr. Hollingsworth class my science teacher in the eighth grade mm-hmm. and I'm walking up the steps with these firecrackers in this mm-hmm. bag and I say you know how you doing Mr. Hollingsworth and I'm, as I'm walking in the class, he was greeting the kids coming in. The bottom of the firework, the bag, fell out. And all the fireworks <laughs> fell oh. right on the feet of Mr. Hollingsworth. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine what happened next. So, uh, so I, I look at Mr. Hollingsworth. <laughs> he looks at me, he shook his head, and he goes, You know, Danny, you're in trouble. And I go, I know. Let's go to the principal. <laughs> and the principal knew me. And, and uh, you know, I went in there. I says, Hey, I don't know what to tell you. You know, I'm selling fireworks. <laughs> he goes, Well, Danny, we're going to have to suspend you for three days. So I says, Well, I was wrong. You know, I shouldn't have been selling firecrackers. It's wrong. Mm-hmm. So I'm suspended. Okay. So the next morning, I'm, I, I, I wake up, mm-hmm. and I said, you know what? I woke up early. I said, I'm going to go. I'm going to ride down to the boat and go mm-hmm. see if Danny Walters is there. Mm-hmm. So I rode down there at 530 in the morning down to the fishing boat, mm-hmm. and I showed up on a on a Monday or Tuesday or whatever day it was. And... uh on a weekday, and mm-hmm. Danny goes, well, "Kid, why aren't you in school?" I go, hey, "I got suspended." He goes, "All right, don't don't let the captain see you. Come on the boat, hide down in here, so the captain won't see you." Mm-hmm. The captain, his name was Jim Peterson, ex um, the sergeant from Vietnam. He just came back, and and uh, mm-hmm. he was a sergeant in Vietnam, mm-hmm. and about as hard nosed and as hard assed as you could ever get for a captain. Mm-hmm. I mean, he mm-hmm. was the real deal captain. Mm-hmm. Didn't cut any corners, uh, took everything super serious. Mm-hmm. So, so Danny Walters hid me out for a while until the boat left. Because mm-hmm. he knew if the captain saw me and I wasn't in school, he wouldn't let me on the boat. So mm-hmm. I got there, and Danny Walters put me to work. He made me, uh, so we got out there, he puts mm-hmm. me up on the bait tank, I'm throwing anchovies. Mm-hmm. And uh, and him and the captain were fishing. And about halfway mm-hmm. through the day, the captain looks up and goes, looks at me, and, and I, he saw me working, and he goes, hey, kid, how come you're not in school? And I told him I got suspended. And he mm-hmm. goes, all right, then, you're going to work. <laughs> so <laughs> Captain Jib, at that point, took me under his wing. Oh. They started teaching me how to become a deckhand. Mm-hmm. 
They made me work all day long, never would let me fish. They wouldn't let me fish. They made me work. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. they gave me some leftover fish for my pay. Half a bag of fish. All the fish nobody wanted. They go, here, kid, here's your pay. I says, well, what am I going to do with this? He said, well, you take it up behind the fish market, mm-hmm. and you sell them in the parking lot. So I took those fish, and mm-hmm. I went behind the parking lot, and I sold them. Mm-hmm. I used to make $30 a month mm-hmm. delivering two, two different newspapers up all mm-hmm. the hills in San Pedro. Mm-hmm. I made $30 in one day. Ooh, light bulb. And I said, this is, this is it. This was great. So the next day I went back on the boat again, did the same mm-hmm. thing. But this time, Jim took me in the wheelhouse, Captain Jim. Mm-hmm. And he says, kid, you're doing a good job. He gave me, pumped me up, told me I had a good future ahead of me. But he said one thing. He says, after your suspension's over, you can work on the boat. But you need to bring me your report card. Mm-hmm. And if you ever foul up in school again, you're not going to be able to work on the boat. Amazing. And that was the beginning of who I've become today. What a life changer. How someone like because Jim. Because of that man, Jim, because mm-hmm. of Captain Jim Peterson. Mm-hmm. Who knows where I would have ended up. Right. And it wouldn't have been good. That man saved my life. And from there, mm-hmm. when I was 18, I was the youngest captain in the harbor. Not only was I the youngest captain in the harbor, but I was good. Because mm-hmm. I learned from the best. When I was 18... You know, most, most guys were, were unsure of themselves and, mm-hmm. and not confident in operating a boat. Mm-hmm. But right off the bat, I was confident. And I got a job running a water taxi in the harbor. I was going out to all the big ships. Mm-hmm. And by the time I was 19 years old, mm-hmm. I got hired under the biggest tugboat company in the Port of Los Angeles. And the Port of Long Beach was Crawley Towing. Mm-hmm. And, and I was the youngest deckhand on that boat when I was 19 years old. Mm-hmm. We had plenty Next. of experience from the bilge all the way up to the captain's, um, the control tower. You know, every right. No, I started off, yeah, I started yeah. off at the mm-hmm. very bottom, under the engines mm-hmm. I started. Mm-hmm. Cleaning out the oil under the engines, mm-hmm. scrubbing out bilges. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, I cleaned all the bilges, brought up bilges, on my fr- on, for working for Captain Jim. That's what he made me do, clean all the bilges after school. Mm-hmm. And he would pay me, mm-hmm. and he bought me a new bicycle. With, the, with wheels, with brakes that worked. Yes. Wonderful. Because he knew my bike was all fouled up. Mm-hmm. And I still, through all that, mm-hmm. gave my mother... All the money. You supported your family, your brother, and yes. your sister, and your mother. Absolutely. Right. Okay. Well, um, 
fast forward a little bit. So you were working on um, the largest tugboat outfit in L.A. Harbor, and then you yeah, decided so, to yeah, so branch I, out. Yeah. Sorry? I, I, yeah. No, I, I got on, and, and uh, when I was 21, mm-hmm. I became a tugboat captain. And awesome. I was able, I've been, I was to Alaska, I towed barges and, and fueled ships. We've pulled Navy ships off the beach at San Nicolas Island. Mm-hmm. The experience I gained during those years was, was you know, it's just amazing, um, you know, how much experience that I gained. And, you know, by the time I was, I was 30 years old, mm-hmm. you know, I... I've done just about everything there was. I've ran tugboats, mm-hmm. and I was, you know, I was, I was so confident in my ability mm-hmm. that I thought I could do anything. Mm-hmm. You know, all these big ships I pushed around, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, did everything I, I could possibly do to become this this great captain. Mm-hmm. And by the time I was thirty-two, mm-hmm. I was dead broke full-blown alcoholic and in the gutter. So, um, Almost how did, lost everything. Yeah, you, you um, were fully confident, thought you could do everything, so you just um, took um, things to excess? Or what, what happened? I was, everything that I did, it was because of, of me. Hmm. It was, I was so good. I had this ego, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I accomplished all this stuff at a young age. Mm -hmm. I had everything, but I lost it all when I was 32 years old. Done. That's something in your life turned you around, and uh, how did you... That was it. How did you break out of it? it, Because it was my will. Mm -hmm. I thought I could do, you know, it was all me. Mm Mm-hmm. And you know it was it was weird because I was I was I was drinking a lot of beer, mm-hmm. you know, to the point where I would I need it in the morning, mm-hmm. and it was it was I was done, I was basically it, it was done. Mm-hmm. And one morning, mm-hmm. I just I got up, and I just I I, I was talking to God and I was drunk, mm-hmm. and I said God I quit. I said, I, I can no longer be the captain. I said, you know what? I'm going to go back to being a deckhand, and mm-hmm. I work for you now. And for years, I tried to quit drinking. Mm-hmm. Could never do it. Went mm-hmm. to rehab, went to AA meetings. Mm-hmm. I tried everything. Never lasted more than three or four months. And I tried. My goodness! And then I, so, just, I, I went. I went yeah. to to my wife. Yes. And I said, "Hey, are you ready for full power?" And she looks at me like I'm crazy. Yeah. And I go, "No, I'm serious. I'm serious." Mm-hmm. And she looked at me like, "Yeah, you're just drunk again. You're saying this." So I go, "Okay." So I grabbed the I grabbed the beer, mm-hmm. walked outside, and threw the beer in the trash. And I have never had a drop again. It's been over 20 years. 
and I did it. Congratulations, that's fantastic. But but at the point where I was holding my newborn baby, Mm -hmm. and I was drunk, and I was getting ready to lose everything, Mm -hmm. and I looked into her eyes, I looked into this beautiful baby's eyes, Mm -hmm. and I looked in her eyes, and her eyes looked at me, and I looked at her, and I says, I says, Caroline, I says, you're never going to see a drunk father. You're not going to have a drunk father. All right. To this day, she's, Thank- in, she's in Boston University. Congratulations. On the East Coast, and she has never once seen a drunk father. Wonderful. For 20 years. So it's time for us to take a break, and we're going to continue with Dan Salas in his compelling story and how he built his company, two companies that are thriving today. Stay with us. We'll see you after the break. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Breakthrough SEO marketing should be your first stop when looking for SEO solutions for your business. We offer social media marketing assistance, website design, website audits, and reputation marketing, pay-per-click options, and of course, search engine optimization services. Go to BreakthroughSEOMarketing.com today and we'll give you a free website and social media audit. This is a valuable resource for listeners of Your Why with Nalina Varinas. This limited time offer can be yours by visiting BreakthroughSEOMarketing.com or call us at 310-650-0725. Being here with Ariel and Shia Kane is an ordinary person's guide to modern-day enlightenment. This show is an exciting exploration which opens the door to living in the moment. Don't miss being here. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern with Ariel and Shia Kane right here on the 7th Wave Network. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. This is Your Why with Nalina Varinas. We'd love to hear from you with any questions or comments about our program. Drop us a line via email to nalina at breakthroughseomarketing.com. That's N-E-L. I-N-I-A at BreakthroughSEOMarketing.com. Now, back to Your Why. Welcome back. We are speaking with Dan Salas, President and CEO of Harbor Breeze Cruises in Long Beach and Los Angeles Waterfront Cruises and Sports Fishing in San Pedro. And he was telling us in the last segment about making the important decision to turn his life around, especially when he was recognizing that his daughter Caroline uh, was in his arms and they needed to make a change. So, Dan, please continue. Well, that, at that moment, when I quit being the captain and I became mm-hmm. the deckhand and I put my faith in the real captain, my life has changed. It, it, it has been one of the most awesome journeys that 
that anybody could ever imagine. It, I have accomplished more than, than my, my mind mm-hmm. could even, even imagine beyond, you know, my, my wildest dreams. Mm-hmm. And it keeps, it keeps even getting, getting bigger. And, 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 and it's, just, it's just awesome. And now the beauty of this is, is the people that are coming into my life and the people that I'm able to help by, by my experiences, by what mm-hmm. I've been through and, and, and what I've lived through. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that is, is what's making um, this, this, this journey mm-hmm. all worthwhile. I mean, it's, 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 it's no longer about, about me mm-hmm. or about um, what I can, you know, what I can achieve or how much money we can make. I, that was never, never a factor in this. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just, it was just letting go. And when I untied the boat and jumped on, and I, I, was, I quit being the captain, I didn't know where I was going. I didn't have a clue where I would end up. I had to completely let go and have faith and let the real captain take me on this journey. Mm-hmm. And the journey that I'm on now, I still ask myself all the time, what, what is the purpose of, of, of all this? You know, what is the, what is my, my purpose? What, you know, what do I have to do to, to repay this blessing? You know, what is it? And I see it all the time now. I see people coming, coming, you know, coming through my life who may be struggling with, with alcohol or struggling with drugs or, or struggling with, with, um, with an addiction or whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. And I can tell them, Hey, I've been there. I've been right where you've been. Mm-hmm. I said, you know, all you have to do is give up your ego. Mm-hmm. Give up thinking that you're in control. And as soon as you can do that and you let go, your, people's lives have changed. I've watched them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, uh, it's uh, just amazing to where we've where I ended up here. Mm-hmm. Right, and you are truly an inspiring an inspiration yourself and uh, your humility um, and your ability to let life come to you and then um, having the faith that you have that you'll end up where you need to end up. Very heartwarming and inspiring. Is there... So let me, yeah, let me yes. tell you one story here that, that, sure. that comes back. Okay. Back, back around. One morning after I was doing my newspapers, mm-hmm. one Sunday morning, I got up early. It was, it was 5.30 when I came home. Mm-hmm. I go up into the, in the apartment. There was nothing in the refrigerator. There was nothing in the cabinet. Mm-hmm. My mom was a bartender at the Navy base. She mm-hmm. came home at 3 o'clock in the morning, still smelled like alcohol. I, wo- I went into the room. I says, hey, there's nothing to eat. She started crying, said there was no money. The welfare check didn't come. Tips were bad last night. So we have no food. We have no money. I couldn't collect for the papers because it was too early in the month. Mm-hmm. So what did I do? 
I grabbed a wagon and I started diving into, into trash cans looking for big bottles, Coke bottles. Mm-hmm. Found a few. To I came recycle. around a corner in someone's backyard. Mm-hmm. I opened up their fence. Mm-hmm. I must have saw a hundred of these big giant Coke bottles. Mm-hmm. Ten cents. Something came across them, and I said, Danny, that's stealing. Don't do it. So I closed the back gate. I walked through an, an alley with my head down, crying. Mm-hmm. And I was 11 years old. I said, God, do whatever you want to do to me. But don't, don't, you know, don't make my brother and sister suffer. I said, I'll take it. And I was crying. I lifted my head up, and I saw a paper sack. In that paper sack was an ice-cold quart of milk and a loaf of bread. My mom, brother, sister, we all ate it. It was too early for the store to be open. So, it's real. Mm-hmm. And it stuck with me my whole life. God put Jim Peterson in my life, Captain mm-hmm. Jim. Mm-hmm. He's sorry he passed on. And steer, put me on the right path. And then I had to learn it on my own. And when I took it on my own, mm-hmm. I failed. It wasn't about me. I suffered through drugs. I suffered through alcohol. You name it. It wasn't me. I couldn't. I didn't have the power. But now... I still don't have the power because I don't have power. Power is from God. And when I put my faith and let him drive the boat, we're going to take delivery on the newest vessel in the United States in May. Mm -hmm. 250 Mm -hmm. passenger hydrofoil catamaran, the most economical vessel in the harbor. And it'll be my third brand new boat. Mm -hmm. We've, And who knows where we're going to go from here. But I don't have the power to do any of this. It was never me. It's just absolutely, it's just absolutely amazing because it's not me. Yeah, it's it's humbling, humbling when you let go and let life come to you and, and just... Just Use think who about you being are in to the be fog. the most. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just think about being in the fog. You yes. can't see anything, mm-hmm. but you have a compass. Mm-hmm. And you look down at the compass, and it says north. And you know you're going to go north, but you can't see anything. And you point that compass to the north, and you trust it, and you go. That's faith. Call it whatever you want. People believe in many different things. Mm-hmm. But faith is still faith. Faith is trust. Mm-hmm. And if you have trust, you have faith, and you let yourself go, and it's not about you anymore. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, wealth yes. and success are a byproduct of doing right. what's right. Thank you. Thank you very much, Dan. For me, every show is meaningful because people matter. And when individuals go out of the way to help someone else or be someone who can be helpful, 
I think we should take notice and learn. Thank you very much, Dan, again for sharing your life with us. Please keep me updated, and I'll be one of your passengers very soon. Share this show with your LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter communities. Tune in again next Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific. I'm your host, Nalina Varinas. Until next time, be great. Thank you for joining us this week. Listen for another edition of Your Why with Nalina Varinas next week. We're here every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Now, go start the next chapter of your legacy. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 